Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Some of that white devil powder. Mm, yeah, get up in the nose and it's crawling through my brain. Ooh. Fuck it, let's play with swords. Let's play with swords, let's fight. My screenplay, my screenplay, my screenplay. Oh, yeah, she got big old tits, but I can't get my dick up because. Oh, yeah, let's go again. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, that powder. Oh, my money. My, my, my happiness. Oh, no. It's all gone. <laughs> hey everybody how you doing this is ed larson and amber nelson talking to you about the brighter side of cocaine white lady horse basket Mm. what are some other terms the nibbly whites sparkles (laughs) i don't think you i don't think if you ordered that from a drug dealer he would arrest you (laughs) (laughs) joining us today is a good buddy he's been on the show before mookie thompson what's good mookie amber's intro you just nailed it in north hollywood finally baby everyone's been waiting for me to show up i'm here dude we had a party for you we did we did you didn't show up what the hell man you guys you guys did all the coke without me And listening to your intro made me think that you were like uh, eavesdropping on my on my night last night. <laughs> that was me. I'm always so at your door. Basically, we wanted to talk about coke because we've we've talked about drugs, we've talked about addiction before, we've talked about mushrooms, we've we've we, uh, we talked about uh, oh you know being being too uh, too fucked up and yeah. like having to go to rehab. But I figured it'd be nice if we kind of hit each drug individually i hate cocaine it's disgusting it's the devil mm-hmm. it makes you selfish and angry who has some <laughs> <laughs> every time i do it every time it's around and i hate it so much yeah yeah it's awful i i've i have was uh i've definitely uh i've done it uh, i haven't done it in a long time uh i've uh i'm, I'm all I, it was never a problem for me necessarily yeah. you sound like a clinton right now i sound like a, a, a roger clinton <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not one of the good ones yeah. <laughs> but um i used to do it a shit ton for a couple of weeks in college when i like i was just like i remember uh i was dealing weed at yeah. the time, and then it's gateway drug. People yeah. would uh, would pay for weed with coke. Oh wow, that's quite I, an economy. Yeah, not because I you know, I would ask for it, but I, I always had these like jobs that are like like between being a weed dealer and a chef and a comedian. People just give it to me. Yeah, you know, I've never I had a, my one rule with cocaine was when I the first, after the first couple times I did it was I'm not allowed to pay for it. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like I can do it, but I'm not buying it. 
you know, I'm like, that'll keep me okay. Yeah, you know, that's a be- safe bet. We've all said that to ourselves. <laughs> it's Every, expensive. I love the little rules that you make about drugs because you would yeah. 100% break it. Yeah. I, Every I, single time. I gotta say, I, to this day, I don't think I've ever paid for it. Really? Yeah. Well, then you're just a bad friend. <laughs> I can't break my rule. Yeah. You want, a, you want me a log, you, you're, you're paying for the journey. <laughs> yeah, well, you're but, getting the Uber then. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't done it in over a year. Uh, my girlfriend told me I'm not allowed to anymore she's and, good and good I, woman and I said fine I won't do it ever again even though I only do it twice a year I won't do it but New Year's do you do it on New Year's that seems like a big time for people to do coke but that, I say that's bad because you're starting off the new year all fucked up it basically I would do it when <laughs> someone would be like hey Eddie you want to go do coke that was when I that was the only it was whenever I did it That's it was the, the it was usually it. after comedy shows I would say it was yeah. usually like right afterwards someone had it or like you would go do it and whatever and I never really had I actually no I take that back I had one really bad experience on coke Ooh. And that was on. Uh, I, I literally thought I was. I wasn't gonna make it out. I was like, my chest was bumping. I was just like, it was. A, I was in Panama City. It was <gasps> spring break, and we had a bunch of coke. And it was basically we were. It was one of our friends who hates coke was coming, and we were like, all right, so we got to do all the blow before he gets here. Oh, no. <laughs> And it was way too much for us, and we we fucking we went on a on a loopy on a loopy bin. My buddy, uh, my buddy from Kansas, he kind of went a little he went a little too hard as well. And we're just like running up the beach at night. Fucking, I'm lucky I'm still alive. Yeah. My big body, my body is not made for drugs that race your heart up. I'll tell you that. Much. <laughs> not only my my heart does not need an excuse to give out on. Me. No, you're making it stronger. <laughs> It's exercise for the heart. Yeah. You know, it's like working out six times at once. Yeah. And so this is going to be the brighter side of cocaine. Uh, I was talking to the guys before and lady before, and that it basically is like, it's not a commercial for cocaine. No, it's awful. Yeah, it is awful. And you don't need to advertise that stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're doing yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sells itself, baby. Working in the restaurant industry, I've seen it just ruin people's lives. Oh, my Very God. big in the restaurants. Very right? big. Because well, you got to stay up. And yeah. you're getting drunk the whole time, and mm. so you're, you're you're getting sleepy. You're getting drunk the whole time. When yeah, you while you're in drinking in the restaurant. Well, it, bartenders are usually oh, yeah, yeah. at least I, the one the restaurants I've. I, worked I haven't in. seen many just like wasted waitresses walking out. Like, oh, on coke too. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. You can't tell. I bartend, but I don't drink when I bartend, and that is a rule I set for myself that I follow because I have like shit to do, and I don't want to have to like be drunk all the time. And like now, my brain is like, you have to drink to work, you know. And if it's a full time thing, then I, I'm vain, so I don't want to get the jowls, you know, the alcoholic jowls. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do when someone buys you a shot? I say no, thank you. Throw it over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although you should like get them to buy it for you and just give it to someone else or something. That's a good Because that's going to bring up your bar tab that's later in the night and you'll get more tips. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Smart. Smart. Take you advantage of people. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And I, I, that was like one of the things that we was like, if someone wants to buy you a shot, always say yes. You don't have to drink it. Just give it to someone else. Yeah. Bring up that money. Get that principle. Definitely. Well, they want to see you do it in front of them, and they want yeah. to like have that moment. A lot of times, yeah. I used to always, whenever I did that, I was like, "You want to buy me a shot?" I used to always make them do like well or something like that, just so they would have to like fucking, you know, get horrible, you know. But it, I guess it always just turned me into a monster. You would pick time. the worst alcohol just to fuck with them. You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Like, what's special? It's like the stuff I can't get rid of. Yeah, pirate <laughs> rum. It always be pirate rum. A round of pickle juice. <laughs> <laughs> There was a guy in uh, one of my restaurants a while ago, and he's young, and uh, he had a little bit of a cocaine or like little opioid thing, mm-hmm. and uh, he got a national commercial, and then is now just fucked up all the time and blew all the money away on blow. And that's yeah. Jared from Subway, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he actually got skinny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would have put it past them. Yeah. How many people have we known that used to be fat and now they're skinny because of Coke? You know, the old cocaine diet will fucking do it. I remember, all right, so before we even get started here, I was talking to a buddy and I was trying to get him to come do the show and he used to do Coke a lot. I won't say his name, but um, he's like, I can't bring it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to glorify it because it like fucked my life up. Aww. And then I was just like, all right, cool. I get that. And so I told him, 
I was like, well, you got any like confidential advice for people out there that might be doing too much blow? And he said, uh, basically, I'm going to read it verbatim. I quit Coke and booze every morning and then I'd have a drink that night. And then that drink made me want to do Coke and then off to the races. And so what got me sober was meetings and they changed my life. That was all he, that's all he wanted to say. And I understand because it can really fucking destroy a person. And he didn't say what there. kind of meetings. He went to crochet meetings. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping those hands busy. Anything to, yeah, anything to keep you busy. But uh, it's, it's interesting. I mean, we've all seen people, like, you know, no names, but we've seen people go down the rabbit hole and you're like, all right, you went too far. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it takes your soul and your soul is really hard to get back once that's gone. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen people in the ISO, like, deal underground poker and stuff in New York City. I don't know. I told you guys a little bit about this. Yeah. Uh, well, I won't go that deep into it now, but, it, like, it's the same type of thing where we would stay up all night, like, playing cards and dealing cards and some people <laughs> in that world would just do unreal amounts of cocaine there's this guy called dealer dave they call him the viking yeah because he's indestructible i've seen this guy do like slug rails of like oxycontin and cocaine back to back and just be like you couldn't even tell he's high like that's just how he gets normal and Uh, he would do it every 30 minutes all night long like so so expensive oh it's insane yeah i can't even imagine i mean yeah the money was just meaningless in that in that in those rooms too whenever i see jews do coke I'm always so surprised. <laughs> well, I didn't think they get, they're made for it, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, don't do blow with Carl Malden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's an old actor. It's got a giant schnoz. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's a racist joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know if he was Jewish. He just had a big schnoz. Mm. He was in a, or a, on the water a coke snorter, if you will. Yes, big yes. Coke, big old coke snorter on his face. So, yeah. all right. So this is the brighter side. Um uh, do you, does anyone have any like uh, stories they'd like to share of uh, old blow stories? Uh, I mean, I did coke like a, a little while ago, mm-hmm. and uh, my friend had a katana sword, and then just cut to me in the front yard, just being like, "Throw some fruit at me!" <laughs> <laughs> I cut it in half too. They threw did plums. You? Yeah, and That's I razor sick. sharp eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember in college when I the day I realized I was doing too much coke was I was I was doing it by myself. Oh no. It was the weirdest thing and that was how I enjoyed it cuz somebody would give it to me for weed mm-hmm. and then I was just doing I would stay up all night long in the living room listening to the Beatles. <laughs> The Beatles. And I would convince myself, yes, uh, the White Album and Abbey Road, and I would convince myself that every single song was about Coke. Now, granted, probably half of them were, yeah. but (laughs) (laughs) but I was just like I was I was, and it was like after like six straight nights of doing this exact thing, I was like, oh fuck, this is going to become an issue, and so I just like cut it out completely for years until I got to New York and I did a couple times there. But I was never like, like I said, like I never was nuts about it. I never like, you know, I, I made sure I never had a phone number to get it. That was kind of like mm. my, my personal rule. And if yeah. you are a casual user, I would go ahead and say that is the only way I could personally condone it, but I don't even condone it that way. Mm. I mean, because it's an awful dr- I mean, it just kills you. Yeah, from the We inside. know it kills you. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those things. It's worse than cigarettes because it's like you're never going to hit your mother because you smoke too much cigarettes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I feel like every single Coke experience is both good and bad. Like yeah. it starts off good and then it turns terrible 100% of the time. Like yeah, no one has ever woken up in the morning and been like, I'm so glad I did all that coke last night. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it really made it. Yeah, mm. it's it's regrettable I feel like every single time, but it's it, always good while you're doing it. So it's kind of a conundrum. It's a weird thing cuz you do like make friends. Oh yeah. You do like and, and that you, you, you never needed. It you never needed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, constantly. You share like talks and like close because it's always in like a room with a closed door mm-hmm. and it's just uh-huh. a handful of people and then now y'all are like rocking and rolling talking about Yeah. And you will do it anywhere. Yeah. And it's a it's the weirdest thing. You will do it. I mean it's you do it in the bath. It's yeah. the only drug you do in the bathroom. At what time would you ever like <laughs> take two of your homies and just go hop in a bathroom stall together? <laughs> literally, for every homophobic person that's ever done blow, yeah. they're sharing like dollar bills up your nose, yeah. which is the Disgusting. fact that we like share, like we put the same thing up each other's nose. Like, is like I would never borrow someone's afrin. 
You know? Unless there was some coke in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everyone does things they would never do. And then you end up wrestling it's, you know, it's like for some reason and you end up you end up getting in uh, and then heated arguments about nothing. Everyone yeah. I mean, I remember long nights with uh, some of uh, some of the gang and we would just talk we would literally scream and fight but we're all saying the same thing to each other. But we're in like a horrible fight, yet we agree. You know, and it's just like, it's where it would bring you. Everybody's all sweaty and like pale. Mm-hmm. But you think you look great. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that is the thing. It turns you into a, a, a disgusting monster. But brighter side gives you confidence. Yeah. yeah. Actually, the, the, the first time I ever tried Coke was also the first time I ever hooked up with a fat chick. Oh, oh so, so there's yeah. that. It taught me that fat girls can be hot too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They I, love I, it. I, it was a great time. I was into it. Before that, I would be like, no, oh, no, not really. But then I saw everything in a whole new light. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it expanded your mind yes. in, in a certain way. Yes. And, and I will say that I don't think that uh, is probably a crazy statement to say. I don't think... Uh, Drugs should be illegal, you know. I think that uh, I think selling them should be. I think no laws, man. Not no laws. Get rid of them all. Just Fuck everyone it. walking around with guns and bicycles. Hell yeah, dude. I think selling it should be illegal, but having a little bit in your pocket, you know, like people have gone to jail for, you know, forever for, for just having like a gram on them, you know. Yeah, ridiculous. And like I hate that shit because let's face it, it's a like it becomes a medical dependency. And also, it's cut to shit, so it's really like. 30% cocaine so you're not going to send somebody away for all that you know what I mean yeah it's mostly baby powder it makes yeah. you go poo poo yeah it's well, terrible it's baby laxatives baby laxatives yeah, yeah. all kinds of shit I that's was talking that's the biggest some... problem with it sorry go ahead yeah no, no no yeah exactly it's just cut with ridiculous shit you know people like literally it's like carpet you know, it's you a have cr- no clue what you're getting. You have no idea what you're putting in your body and like that's like, and if it was just coke I mean, we probably all would, you know, brains would explode. Yeah. Let's face it. <laughs> but so I went to uh, Miami like a few years ago um, and it was, I got some coke from some guy down there that a uh, friend hooked me up with. And when I tried it, it was like the most pure shit. It was like, made me realize that I had never actually done cocaine before this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rest of it had been some other fucking garbage. And this is, if, I don't know if you've ever done like some really high quality. Yeah. He like cut it off a brick in front of me. So it was like yeah. creamy looking. Like, mm-hmm. It was insane, dude. It literally felt like more like MDMA or something like that. Yeah, you know no, it was it's a way whole... more euphoric experience. Wow. And, but it was just so insanely strong, like we were down there for three days and we couldn't finish all that we bought and we were just trying so hard to get rid of it all. Yeah. Me and my friends ended up accidentally going to a Spanish night at a club because we went to this <laughs> same club the night before and it was six. So we're like, let's go back there and it happened to be Spanish night but we're so fucking skeed up that we didn't even realize for like six hours that it's been Spanish music. We're like, they've got to play a Drake song eventually, dude. <laughs> and the whole nation's is like, Hamarita, Hamarita and all the girls are like salsa dancing and shit and we don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah. <laughs> but like, ridiculous. That sounds great. Yeah. I, I used to get what my uh, Coke tell was uh, I would get like a, what I would call the claw where I would just like <laughs> my hand would like come down like 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 two fingers out and I would just like kind of like go like this a lot, which is just me like slowly moving my fingers up and down. It was just like my nervous tick, uh, yeah. and, which I didn't know existed. It's like the fact that I have, I'm doing that crazy thing with my body says that you know it's this pure. is not what you're supposed to no one's supposed no. to be acting like that there's no. a uh punk bar in hollywood i like to go hang out in and Which one? um i'll tell you later oh you don't want to say yeah 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 oh gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. You know what, I'm, what i'm about to say i don't want to get him in trouble uh. but this guy he's like sitting in like an off shoot of the bar and he's a drug dealer and he just straight up pulls out coke and he's like a good part about cocaine you know it's good when you have to like cut it up like mm-hmm. it comes in balls. And yeah, I'm like, I think yeah. you're selling crack. <laughs> I think that's crack. It's like hard chunks. I was like, I think I don't know. he has one finger that's missing. Um, I don't know if he's wrong about that though, because like I was saying, like when it's when it hasn't been cut up, it usually is like all compacted like that. Because when it's shipped or whatever, I think it's like, like if you see a brick of coke, it's not like powder. I don't think, right? It's like no. So no, maybe he's right. I don't yeah, know. no, you got to like take a razor to it and all that shit. But what's the deal with crack though? Crack is like baked cocaine. Yeah, but have you tried it? No, I've never tried it. 
I, I've seen people do it. I, I actually, mean, I can't. I can't lie. I'm curious. I smoked meth once <laughs> accidentally. I was. Mm-hmm. It was in some weed, and I smoked mm-hmm. it. And then the guy was like, "I put meth in there," ha! and I was like, "We can't hang out anymore." And that was Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, no, meth <laughs> is on ass. my my dirty no no list. Crack yeah. is on my dirty no no list. Heroin's on my dirty yeah. no no list. You know, uh, like if you're doing it, like I just get out of here. I can't yeah, have you around. Dirty no no list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. And you never know what's going to happen to you if you do it. And you don't know you have like a heart condition most of the time unless you go to the doctor regularly. Uh, a, a great story, not a great story, but a story to keep anyone off of doing coke is Len Bias. You guys hear of this guy? No. Uh, he was an all-American college basketball player. Greatest there was, University of Maryland. Number one pick by the Boston Celtics. The day he got number one pick, 1986 to celebrate uh he was out with some friends and they gave him some coke and he did a little coke and his fucking heart stopped what yeah and he died like number one pick nba draft whoa did coke once and it killed him (gasps) and like like it's just like you never like this is like the premier athlete in the world wow so it could be anybody He's a young man, you know, and so you never know what's going to, if that doesn't scare, I mean, it didn't scare me when I, you know, I I knew the story, but like, you know, it's just like, it's, if that can happen to such like a, like an in shape young man. Yeah. It could take down anybody. You know, I, I mean, really wish I heard that story before I did all this cocaine. The <laughs> <laughs> oh. brighter side of that is at least he passed away and didn't like live, and then he got kicked off the team, and then cut to 30 years later, he's sitting in a lazy boy filled with cigarette ash, just like looking at basketball and being like, That's that could have been me. It is better that he's yeah. dead. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah, and uh, another uh, another thing is uh, the apparently the... The co- according to the uh, National Institute of Drug Abuse, uh, the cocaine uh, overdoses have skyrocketed in the past like four years. It's our delicate hearts. Yeah, <laughs> it's up to uh, liberal oh. snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> it really is the drug that will like transcend uh, conservatives and. Uh, because any like crazy redneck will do coke all night. Dude, Trump yeah. is on coke. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. day for sure. <laughs> that motherfucker. He don't drink. He doesn't. So then it probably doesn't go that well without alcohol. Right? <laughs> Does anybody do coke without drinking? I don't know. That was always the thing that everyone is kind of like what our buddy said here uh, is that it alcohol is a definitely a gateway to coke like yeah. it'll get you a couple like drinks will get you thinking in the wrong way and next thing you know you're dialing the number to your coke dealer and you're Absolutely. getting to meet you at some weird bar you know and, a, and i've heard that from lots of friends who have done too much blow and it is interesting that i mean i thought about it and i don't think i ever just like did coke to do coke like I never just like oh okay yeah it's early I could get a little pick me up it's like that's what fucking coffee's for you know yeah. no it's <laughs> so, always at a party and then mm-hmm. some like people are dwindling down and then some weird person comes in that you barely know and they're like hey you want to do coke and you're like you're almost sort of like oh you think I'm cool enough like you're flattered you know mm. and that's ha- like most of the time the reason I've done it because I'm like oh you think I'm cool yeah. Well, more me, than me, I'm a scientist, so more than seventy-two thousand Americans died from drug overdoses in 2017. Just one year. One year, seventy-two thousand people. Fentanyl. Oh. Yeah, that's insane. Like in- Do you think they're gonna have a fun party in heaven? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, dude, it's like Burning Man up Maybe there right purgatory. now. Maybe it's purgatory. That's why purgatory is white. You know. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta you also you have to think about the effects of the industry in general uh when you you got to look at these uh drug cartels in uh in mexico mm. and whatever they'll it's, kill you for looking at them and yeah exactly but they only exist because of america's thirst for drugs oh yes and so not just america i mean it's the world but yeah but it's like mostly coming through here well yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, it's it is it is from as far as mexico is concerned it's probably just like it's coming straight up here and a lot of places in the world i mean if you're caught with it or on it you're executed publicly they would make a statement i guess like in the middle east caught on it how do do they know you're on it just like skitty and whatever like malaysia you know middle east areas but then you go to portugal 
and drugs are legal. What? Yeah. Just all the way legal? All the way legal in Portugal. Damn. And it's really brought down crime. And uh, I, I mean, obviously it brought down crime because you're not arresting people for drugs. But it's uh, it, at the other end, it, I believe personally that drugs should be treated in like uh, facilities rather than jail. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to... Jail isn't going to make you not want to do coke. Especially when people are fucking sneaking it in. There's just as much drug use in jail yeah. as mean, there is How are we going to get our license plates, you know? And all that slave labor. <laughs> how are we going to do that? Come on, Go you're thinking logically. Plen- yeah, 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 yeah. But it is, like, it is, like I said, it is a medical issue. And, you know, I it, there is so many uh, things. It's, it's bastards. It's, you, you treat it like an animal when people find out that you've done this, mm-hmm. you know, like straight edge people, you know, you treat it like a, you know, but you got to think of like, why did they do it? You know, why did they, why did someone like get to become a drug addict? If it's not, and it's usually becoming it a drug off, addict is fun. Yeah. Like the, the road from like being like sober to like, until you have a problem, is probably like the best time of your life. Right. Yeah. And then it just, it goes over the edge at one point. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I'm, what happens to so many people. Yeah, I'm personally lucky that I, I guess I don't have like an addictive personality like a lot of people do, you know. And I'm I was able to be like, you know, consciously be like, I don't want to smoke cigarettes anymore, and I stopped. Yeah. Wow. Like, I don't want to do coke, so I don't. I, I stopped doing coke. Wow. You know, like I was able to do those things personally, but a lot of people don't have that in them, and they they have like a gene that fucks them up. And, you know, I mean, like, like I said, we've all, we have friends and we've seen them go down the, the rabbit hole. I mean, uh, uh, I, I want to say a name, but I don't want to say a name, (laughs) 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 but I'm sure you could guess in three guesses, you know, and they, you know, the moment, you know, it's, it's an issue. And if you know someone with an issue, you should definitely look after them. I had to break up with a friendship with somebody I know you said look after them but sometimes they have to like save themselves like there was this one girl well that's part of it though that's part of yeah there's this one girl who she was set up to be the next Amy Poehler mm-hmm. we were in this like big theater in New York and she was like working her ass off and like every, yeah, like at the parties and then writing the books and then writing because she's on the coke and on the coke mm-hmm. but then you start running out of money you start getting really jittery, you start getting really panicky, you know, all the side effects, depressed, because you're depressed for days after, and then, you know, cut to now, and she's just like a fucking drug addict and like holed up in some house somewhere. Wow. Had this promising career. Damn. That's happened countless times. Yeah. Because it is also like the blow that brings it out on you. You guys ever um, perform while high on blow? I've done it once. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, one time. I did it once. And it was, you know, it was fun, but at the same time, I felt like weird afterward. I felt dirty. I remember yeah. I, uh, I did some set in the, like, the Lower East Side, a little bit high on blow, and I was just like going so like fast like through my material like oh but yeah. i was killing and i was just like getting so into it like because i'd like i had never done uh stand up like that before when i got off stage my friend was like you're like fucking robin williams up there <laughs> like, like, oh no yeah yeah <laughs> oh no <laughs> that's what happens when you do cocaine and do stand up you turn into robin williams i yeah. mean you think about those guys <laughs> and they all fucking died yeah, yeah exactly you know it was like uh what you know but they're Belushi, all legends fucking you know they're barley you know, yeah they all just like it took it to the next level which is like it's it's a it was a, it's a death wish. all those guys i think they had the uh they were doing the the mixing yeah they were doing you lots know? of drugs they you were, can't do uppers and downers at the same time. like cocaine and and opiates are both okay but never at the same time yeah when, well when i was uh younger and partying my favorite cocktail was half an adderall a couple hits of weed and a beer in my hand because the adderall keeps you up mm-hmm. but then the weed they call keeps that you the amber mellow the Get that, they had that on the menu at the creek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Adderall's just as bad. It is. It's it legal. Is. That's why it makes it worse, I think. Yeah. Because yeah. people think and it's fine. It, and it's like sweet as it goes down. Yeah. You know, like that makes it, yeah. It's like a sugar drip. Yeah. You know, because like Coke was bitter and you hate it when yeah. it's going down your throat, you know, but like. Adderall, so like, good. yeah, Adderall is like actually like sweet and like, yeah. and like, I'll have another. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I've actually had 
more personal friends have like straight up bad problems because of Adderall mm. rather than cocaine. I've had friends who were just addicted to Adderall and like decided to stop taking it and he was driving across the country and he had a fucking seizure and crashed his car. Oh no. Yeah. And like just because he didn't do Adderall for two days, you know, and it's just like that's a legal fucking drug. Yeah. You know, it's, it's you know, these other, you know, Coke is awful, but these other drugs are just as bad. You know, it's I've never had a friend die of Coke. And obviously it happened 72,000 times last year. But, you know, it's like I've had friends die of normal drugs, of uh, Oxycontin and and almost die of Adderall and shit. So yeah. it's just like it, it doesn't matter. You know, it's, it's an abuse thing. It's uh, too much. Everything's good. How about this? All right. <laughs> this isn't a cocaine commercial. I'm going to say that as many times as I have to, to so I can sleep tonight. And uh, I'm going to be able to sleep tonight because I'm not doing coke. And uh, But it's just, it's an abuse thing, and you, you have to realize you have it. And if you're doing it more than, I don't know, once a week, you should take a look at yourself. You know, because everything is better in moderation. If you're able to enjoy something once in a blue moon, enjoy it. That's kind of how I feel. But if you notice that you need to do it more than every once in a while, then that shit ain't for you, and it's going to take a dark turn fast. Ooh, real dark, real nasty. Yeah. And if yeah. you have to do it, like if, if you're like, I need this to do this, mm-hmm. like for an example, in New York, I always thought I had to have a couple beers in me to like perform and be funny. Yeah. And then lo and behold, I'm like blackout drunk every night. You know, this is horrible for you. I used to think that too. And then, you know, now I realize when I, you know, if I do it, and I'm usually sober, you know, when I'm on, I would say 99% of the time I have nothing in me yeah. before I go on stage or do the podcast or, you know, unless we're doing a drinking episode, which yeah. is always fun. Uh-huh. But uh, I will say that, you know, it is, it's more clarity now, you know, and it's like, oh, I'm not, a sweaty dog. You know? <laughs> yeah, but I always have a little bit more fun doing stand up with a buzz. Of course. It's more fun. Like, you're definitely sharper when uh, doing, like, on stage completely sober, but mm-hmm. I feel like you lose something because you're not enjoying yourself as much. Yeah. Even yeah. if you're hitting the material and, like, the timing just right, the, I think the audience can tell that you're not as loose. Yeah. And but, I think over time you get worse at it. Like your brain, as you drink, your brain slows down. Cause I don't think that, like, yeah, there's as, a sweet as, spot. As far as Murder Fist goes, we used to get fucking hammered to go on stage. I ain't trying to fucking disguise that. Yeah. You know, especially me more than the rest of the crew. And, well, it takes a whole keg of beer to get you drunk, Eddie. Just <laughs> lift yeah. it over your head. I am an, I am an elephant gun type keg, of guy. A keg, stand does, <laughs> a keg stand does Eddie. <laughs> But I will say that, you know, now that I'm like fucking 37, God damn it, and, uh, and I'm not 24, you know, it, my brain doesn't move as fast, you know, and especially if I'm all fucking boozed out and, you know, whatever, you know, so now it's not good for me to be on stage all drunk. Back then, I was able to hit my cues and my lines and all that shit, but I don't think I could do that anymore. No. I always like to think about... I believe in you, man. (laughs) I think you could. Get drunk. In fact, I know you can. (laughs) And I bet you will. No, no, no. I always like to think about, like, remember when you were a baby, you know, or like two or something, and like you just didn't have anything. You weren't like, when am I going to go get my next cigarette break? When am I going to get a shot of whiskey? When am I going to do my line? You just existed. You were just a person in the world and you existed. Just go throw rocks for four hours and everything was fine. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, now you got to go smoke rocks just at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. It's just a lot of like layers of uh, over time, like your fears, your insecurities, your anxieties, and they build up. And then now you're. You're still that little kid that can just go throw rocks, but now you feel like you need that shot or that line to like bring you back there, and you don't. Yeah, and just cocaine exist. is like neediness in like powder form. Mm-hmm. They're like as you do it, it causes you to immediately need more. Yeah, right. And, and, and it's a young man's game too. I'll tell you that much. Don't uh, as you get older, don't keep doing it. It oh, doesn't. Yeah. You don't age gracefully with cocaine. <laughs> uh, I, I saw a woman at my old job. Her nose cartilage was gone. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, I remember we had this uh, lady I used to work with at uh, Crystal River Seafood in Tallahassee, Florida. Oh. And uh, I hope she's still alive. I doubt it. Uh, but her name was Marge, and. 
I remember thinking Marge was just a sweet old lady until one day I went to go sell some weed to a guy who also sold Coke and there's fucking Marge <laughs> all fucked up laying on the couch and she's like got kids and she's in her, you know, she's late forties, you know, just like on Lord knows what she's drug. Like, I'll suck your dick for a line. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, so I didn't know you were down. It's like, oh my God, no, March, <laughs> get out of here. It's like, you almost want to punch the dealer in the face and put her over your shoulder and run away. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I left her there and, uh, <laughs> you know, but it's just like, it's, you know, you, when you see that, it's just like. You go home and you rethink your whole fucking life. Oof. Now, yeah. as a former dealer, Ed, would you ever? And I know you just did co- uh, marijuana. Weed. I just weed, sold weed. Yeah. But like drug dealers that sell to people that are obviously strung out with kids, no money, and mm-hmm. these—that's like uh, the devil. You know, yeah, no, that's I, the devil's work. That's bread and butter right there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really. Yeah, yeah, that is the devil's work, and it, and that's why I don't think that. You know, I, I agree. I, I think that people shouldn't be arrested for doing drugs, but selling them, I think, is a crime. You know, just like being a pimp's a crime, but I don't blame the prostitute. Yeah. You know, like I think that prostitution, like I don't know why prostitutes end up getting arrested and the pimps, nothing happens to them because they're removed. society. You know, mm-hmm. I think, you know, so it's it's kind of, that's how but I feel about it. what about a prostitute it. that has no pimp? She's the drug dealer then, right? I think she's fine. Honestly, I think that a lot of things in this country, Are if you- they were legal and less shunned would be fine especially prostitution yeah not that i need a fucking prostitute yeah but we should regulate it all this if if god forbid they all got tested and like you know and and, and we knew what was (laughs) happening and they started paying taxes you know maybe it wouldn't be so great it's the oldest people are never not gonna buy sex tax that pussy to play devil's advocate so okay so we legalize prostitution which i um now they have to pay the government money, so now the government is their pimp. You know what I mean? In a way, wow. In a yeah, it, it's better than some fucking dude, is it? Yeah. who's who's doing drugs all night and beating them. You know? Yeah, I mean, maybe like uh, de- prostitution's not gonna not exist. Yeah, so maybe deregulate or de destigmatize. Did you guys just it? do a bump when I wasn't looking? Because <laughs> <laughs> this conversation's really gotten crazy. <laughs> no, no, see, we gotta legalize it first, and then <laughs> yeah, but that's you know, that's it is that's it is exactly right. It's where it's the kind of conversation you would have. Exactly. <laughs> so that was an example of what not to do. <laughs> um. All right. So let me let me see. Let's do um some brighter sides I'm not we're not glorifying coke there's not a commercial for cocaine uh, <laughs> brighter side of cocaine is it gets you out of the house <laughs> yeah It'll give you some really good ideas it'll make it it'll, it'll make anything exciting well actually it makes your ideas seem better mm. yes <laughs> they're not necessarily good but you'll think they are they're gonna be long-winded that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, brighter side it gives you confidence Maybe mm-hmm. give it to all those shy kids in school or something. Do a line. See what they see what they do. Now they got opinions. I tell you what, I definitely hung out with people who don't speak the same language as me for an entire evening because of cocaine. <laughs> you know, and uh, Lord knows we would have never been friends otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> yep. it, um, it'll take you to some great bathrooms that you might not have seen otherwise. You know, you get up close and personal with some of your friends in a bathroom stall, which yeah. you would never do. Man, just it's like four dudes hovering a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> it's the craziest thing. You yeah. would never, if any other time, you're just like, hey, you want to go to the bathroom? Yeah. Like, you, get fucking, <laughs> you get beat up. You know, it's, it's, it is the most bizarre thing. Uh, all right. So we're going to, we're going di- to dive deeper into this subject so we don't sound like complete fucking monsters. And, uh, and we're going to, we're going to talk to, hopefully, we're going to talk to someone who is, uh, who has had a problem and completely beat it. And we'll find out, uh, what the positives of their lives are now. Uh, don't kill that bag just yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, thank you for joining us, Mookie. I, I really appreciate hey, it. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Mookie's a great comedian. You got to check out his work. And I've never tried cocaine. So yes, you've never, yeah. you've never, this was tr- a, pr- a great performative, uh, bit that we just did here. <laughs> I'm glad that we scripted all this out and we were just playing characters. It yes. was fun. Mookie Thompson. Check him out. What's your, uh, Twitter and stuff like that. Uh, at Mookie Thompson. That's M O O K I E Thompson. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I got a podcast too. It's called good looking out. Hell with Mookie yeah. Thompson. So check that out on all podcast platforms. Rock and roll. All right. We'll be back in a little bit. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Oh, 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 o
everyone how you doing back on the brighter side here uh we you just heard us talk to the wonderful mookie thompson and uh, i remember i promised you we'd, we'd get some kind of uh, expert or uh someone who uh was uh, had problems in the past but turns out when you start asking all your friends who has a coke problem people start getting insulted (laughs) (laughs) and they don't want to talk about it that is a door that is closed yeah no so we figured we'd just do some more research ourselves and kind of talk to you a little more because i mean let's face it i mean this is the, the the message of the show is to find the brighter side and there's some things I just don't want to find the brighter side of. And I would go ahead and put this in that category. Absolutely. It, I hate cocaine, cocaine so much. Cocaine is like not only fucked up people's personal lives, you know, uh, like you were showing me, you did a lot of research on uh, pregnant women and their and their babies. Babies that, born addicted to it and their legs are shaking. I mean, you, but you can also just go back as, as far as like money. I mean, you can just the poor people, and you can go the the money's untaxed income uh, coming in a hundred. I was looking at a hundred billion dollars Americans spend on cocaine every year. A hundred billion dollars. So much money. It's so much fucking money. And then the government spends a hundred and ninety-eight billion trying to stop it. That's like three hundred billion dollars a year because of this drug that could be going to anything else healthcare anything else because i don't care how coke how good coke is no one needs it no you know well maybe bowie needed it but (laughs) (laughs) but like no one needs it and it's it's uh it's insane what has happened because of this drug my co-worker uh quit he walked out the other day he's a Mm -hmm. coke addict and he's like i think i need to go home i think i need to go be with my family and i was like because he came back to get his check and everything last night and i was like i think you do i think you need to go home and like you go on for christmas just stay there for a couple months and get better yeah just clean up i mean there are and it's not just la i mean every town's got a coke problem yeah you know you can't you can't blame it on where you're at you know because no matter where you go i mean the most cocaine i ever saw was in tallahassee (laughs) you know and i lived in new york city in la afterwards so i don't know what to tell everybody yikes (laughs) it's everywhere i think the most important thing is just surround yourself with people who love and care about you Mm -hmm. because if they people love and care about you and they start seeing you go off on this journey of cocaine they're gonna tell you to stop and And that's important i think a lot of people do it just to like build up their own self-esteem yeah and out of like honestly out of just pure dislike for themselves Mm -hmm. and you know there's in my opinion no reason for that you know you just find a way to you know be more confident i mean it doesn't matter if you have if you have a shitty personality doing coke ain't gonna make it better oh it's gonna make it shittier (laughs) you know so i mean you find another avenue for that if you can you know i mean I still stand by pot. I still <laughs> <laughs> pot does turn me a little like I feel like a family at Six Flags. I'm just yeah. kind of like, where's my gun? I'm I'm hungry. You know, I hate it. I say that if you have some kind of problem, some kind of monster, and you have to instead of facing the monster, you lock it away behind a door. The locks you're going to use to keep it back are going to have to get stronger and stronger and stronger because you're not dealing with a monster. So like I myself was just getting blackout drunk and doing lots of drugs in my 20s Mm because I was not dealing with a monster. And then I think I turned like somewhere in my 30s and I was like, oh, let's face this. And now I'm like not drinking as much and like not really doing any drugs yeah that yeah. happened to me except i was a little younger I, w- I was i would say from like 16 to 26 i was a monster oh yeah yeah and then uh and then i i, I realized i took a step back i'm like oh okay this is going down the wrong path mm-hmm. you better uh, lighten up a little bit stop being such a crazy person and it you know i mean i i feel like i'm better now I'm more talented i'm you know it's a uh, you know the last 10 years of my life i've produced some great quality content that i respect i mean lord knows i haven't gone you know i'm not stone sober but uh you know like we said last episode moderation is key in everything you do including 
going to church, you know, and like and doing things that are good. Moderation is key. You can't do anything all the time or every day unless it's sleep or pee pee. Poo poo. Mm. Poo poo is good. But you go can to, go a day without a poo poo. You can go, you can go a day without a poo poo and just hold it in. Yeah. yeah and it yeah. just comes out of your mouth. <laughs> I'd like to go to church, but every time I go, they're always just like, you women need to shut up. Give me money. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what is this? No. (laughs) Yeah. I remember one year, uh, a couple years before my mom passed, she's like, she's like, can we go to midnight mass this year? And I was like, I'll go if I can boo. <laughs> I went. I went. I went. Was it nice? Um, yeah. Do you light a candle for Jesus? No, no, I don't light candles for Jesus. Enough people do that for him. He doesn't need me to. Oh, but he loves you. He died for you. No, 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 no. He died because he couldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think Jesus would have done cocaine if he was alive today? I mean, absolutely. He probably did without knowing that he did. He probably chewed on some leaves to keep him up while you're traveling through the night, hiding from fucking Alibaba and the 40 thieves, you know. Oh, yeah. Wasn't he like lost in a desert or was that Moses? I think think everyone in the Bible got lost in the desert at some point. Yeah, and they had to find themselves. I know Moses had to lead the slaves from... from uh, Egypt, Egypt. To, to somewhere else. Jerusalem? I don't know. I, don't know. I think they started the Holy Land in Jerusalem. I mean, it's probably all a lie. <laughs> 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 they did cocaine, though. <laughs> Gotta keep them up. Oh, man. Also, I will say one more Moses thing before we go back to cocaine. I don't know why Catholics don't celebrate Passover. Huh. They believe in it. It's a great holiday. It's a, it's a great it's a great moment in time if you believe in religion. All Catholics and Christians celebrate Passover. It's not just a Jewish holiday. Yeah, they should. Yeah, it's in the Bible. Yeah, and honestly, if I was back in those days, I would put some blood over my door. The worst that would happen is your neighbors would think you're crazy. You New Testament fucks need to remember where you came from. The Old Testament. Mm. All right, back to cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> I thought a helpful thing would be to uh, look up signs of an overdose in case uh, people out there are still using or you're in a situation when people are using. And I mean, let's face it. If people are using cocaine, you're not always going to break up the party. No one likes a buzzkill. No. You know, but if you're hanging out and something goes wrong, maybe you should know the signs. And uh, I mean, there's a fucking bunch of them. So get ready to be paranoid. Uh, Irregular heart rhythm, severe elevated heart rate, very high blood pressure, uh, dangerously high body temperature, sweating, nausea, confusion, severe anxiety or agitation, psychosis, tremors, seizures, and stroke. So basically, like, everything but cancer. (laughs) Yeah, that's all me after I eat Jack in the Box. (laughs) Um, So what do you do if you have an overdose? Do you call the police or the hospital? I mean, call 911 immediately. Yeah? The longer you wait, the more chance the person has of dying or having a heart attack. Because it's all about the heart and the brain. That's the two parts that it really affects. And so immediately, like... Flush all the cocaine down the toilet. Say you did it all when they show up. Yeah. Or send the guy away with it. I don't care what you do, but get the ambulance there. I don't care if no one has health insurance. You're going to be saving this person's life. Yeah. In most cases. And if not, like, I mean, even if they have a stroke and they fucking make it, they're going to be different. Yeah. You know? So it's immediately. I want the mayonnaise. (laughs) I want the mayonnaise cold. Also, a seizure. um, I don't know how many people here don't know about seizures, but a, a good thing to do when someone has a seizure and they fall down in front of you is just to, like... Don't be careful. They can become violent. They might start swinging at you. But make sure that there's no get any sharp objects away from them because they might pick it up, start stabbing you or themselves. They just start swinging around because they don't fucking know any better. That's terrifying. It's terrifying. But they make sure you get rid of all sharp objects. And if you can, if they're not that dangerous and they're just kind of shaking, make sure they're not on their back. Put them on their side. And then, of course, there's always, you know, put leather in their mouth, but 
unless you got a wallet in your back pocket, you know, but there's a lot of, you know, seizures are very dangerous. And especially if somebody is epileptic and I, I had a roommate who was epileptic. That's how I know about this shit. And he didn't fucking tell me. He oh, was, no. I found out by him having a seizure in Panama city <gasps> and, uh, it, it was the same trip, but he wasn't indulging. And, uh, but the thing is, I mean, he didn't take his medicine once and we were drinking hard and he hit the ground in the morning, like a sack of bricks. And then when he got up, and I was like, he's like, yeah, I'm epileptic. And it's like, you gotta fucking tell somebody, man. I yeah. was like, I don't know. You know, like, I don't know what to do. If you're someone's roommate and you're keeping a secret because you're embarrassed, there's no shame in it. You know, just let people know because it's gonna save your life or your tongue or your teeth or, you know, something. Ooh, that's terrifying. It is. You ever seen that before? Someone no. have a seizure? I've seen it a couple times. It's fucking bananas. It is really scary. And, you know, it's they brought on by, com- by panic attacks or cocaine and whatever. Just unhealthy living. And Damn. All got- these, like, symptoms of cocaine. I mean, just, like, it's not worth it. It's not even a good drug. Like, you're not yeah. even, like, I don't know, seizures and heart problems. You better have a damn good time. And you don't yeah. even have a damn good time on cocaine. No, no, you, you just don't. It kind of sucks. You kind of get angry. Yeah. You yell at people. You talk about your screenplay that yeah. you're never going to write because yeah. you're on cocaine. Yeah, and if you wrote it, it'd be, you know, mishmash. Yeah. What it, a stupid fucking drug. It, Fuck that drug, man. It really is a dumbass drug. So stupid. Uh, I, I, would, I, would, I would get rid of it if I could. Like I said, but, you know, it, it, if you do do it a lot, you know, most people I find that do it a lot know it's bad. Yeah. And it's like cigarettes almost. It's yeah. Like they know it's a fucker, but you keep doing it. And I'll tell you what, if for nothing else, don't do it because it's expensive. <laughs> I yeah. keep I keep going back to this, but it's like it's so much money. Yeah. It's so much money. And it's like I don't Damn. it's like when people go out and they buy Coke for like you know, holidays and shit like that. It's just like, man, it is the wrong drug to deal with your family. It's no. the wrong drug to deal with, you know, whatever problem you got, it will heighten it a million times. My coworker, um, he is always like, I'm broke, I'm broke, I need to save, I need to save. And he's just on cocaine. Meanwhile, I am fine. I'm mm. investing. I'm yeah. a better person. <laughs> um <laughs> I did get drunk and I bought a vanity last night for a couple hundred bucks, but like the job pays money, you know? Yeah. He's just blowing it all on cocaine. Mm-hmm. It's so stupid. And now you're just like working and now you're living hand to mouth. For no reason. For no fucking reason. It really is just like it. And all right, if you don't want to do it for that, you know how we, a couple uh, months back, we did that water episode mm-hmm. and we uh, and we talked about Nestle and how evil they are and boycotting Nestle, which I'm still doing. I'm, I'm, I'm riding strong and I'm and I'm yelling, uh, I'm yelling about it in the streets still. I don't know if you are, but I am. If every time I go, I won't use coffee creamers half the time. I'm starting to like uh, black coffee and guess what? Less calories and fat in my life. You know, so it's like, yeah, go, fuck, go fuck a duck, Nestle. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. Fuck you, Nestle. Suck your own fucking dick. Well, Bend your ass over and eat your own asshole out because that's what you deserve. Hell yeah, that's what they do. They might like that though. So <laughs> we tell them the shit in their own mouth so they get sick. Okay, good. Uh, but you can relate that attitude to the fucking drug cartels. Yeah. And that's what you're helping is and you can read all these horror stories of 150,000 people getting killed in Mexico since 2006. And For no you, reason. you can read that shit. It's probably way more than that. And I'm probably I'm probably off a little bit, but it it's you're contributing to that. Yeah, these are people with lives that were born and they mm-hmm. had dreams and they had food that they liked yeah. and they had nightmares and then they were fucking slaughtered. And the cartel probably kills you very slowly and horribly. Yeah. They're just gone. Human beings gone. For so, what? So Some if coke? you're sitting around talking about how Nike has child workers and you refuse to have their shoes on your feet <laughs> and you still do cocaine, check your attitude. <laughs> check your attitude. <laughs> because, I mean, they are... the. Drug cartels probably are the most evil corporation there is. Yeah. If you know, they're first of all, they're not contributing to the government at all. I know corporations get lots of breaks in America, but they ain't giving shit to us except for fucking drugs and suffering in the fear of immigrants. They're they're they are responsible for 
us being scared to let people come to our country. And guess what? If we got that shit under control, if we stopped doing drugs, if we stopped doing coke and we stopped doing a lot of the meth and these drugs that they fucking run, guess what would happen? They would have to go out of business. Yeah. You know, and like Mexico would become a better place unless people would run from Mexico to America. I mean, that's the harsh reality of it is all this cartel shit, this immigration bullshit that everyone hates it comes down to our drug use is what sets all that off is america's drug use and you can't forget that and you like when next time you do blow i hope you fucking have a heavy heart about that shit because that can really it's really fucking up not just our country and their country and honduras and el salvador and guatemala and colombia but it's fucking up the world and it's the sooner we can start realizing that the better and it's like and drugs make you a fucking slave to everything man and it's hard enough living in this country as a sober person much less if you have kids than if you're doing drugs so please i mean it's just like i'm I'm pleading with you if you you do coke just knock it off switch the pot i I know it's a big difference or switch to jesus go to church i don't know maybe i guess i mean (laughs) anything to get you off coke and we'll talk we'll deal with jesus later (laughs) when you're getting off of coke uh i think another thing it's important to know is that uh, you're going to go through withdrawals. Yeah, let's you talk know, about the you, withdrawals. If you do it a lot, that's something that's definitely going to be a part of it. And and it's got to be terrifying to know that that's coming when you quit. Yeah, and it takes a lot longer than you think. Weeks, weeks of withdrawals. You think it would just be like a few nights, but this is a chemical like change and shift in your body. Mm-hmm. And if you do do it on a daily basis... Um, there is, you know, just make sure that when you are quitting, you're drinking lots of water, mm-hmm. you're trying your best to eat anything, you know, because your body is going to get mad and it's going to fight you over what it thinks it needs to survive. And um, some and here are your withdrawal symptoms, depression, agitation, restless behavior, slowing of activity, increased appetite. I guess that goes against what I just said. Generalized malaise, fatigue, vivid and unpleasant dreams. It's because your brain is fucking dancing around your skull trying to find something. Yeah. And, you know, you get muscle aches, chills, tremors, involuntary twitches, jerks, and I don't even know what that fucking word is. And hedonia. I don't know. Ooh, sounds awful. The inability to find pleasure in things that should bring you joy. It all passes, but it's what you go through. And then it's day zero. Here's the here's the timeline, which I'm just going to read verbatim from uh, the Shores Treatment and Recovery uh, page. Uh, day zero to week two, during the first few days, you are likely to experience a bounce between irritability, restlessness, fatigue, and a depressed mood. These generally peak around the second day, and the symptoms slowly fade after this. Week two to month three. Oh, my all right? God. Months. So, yeah. So now it's going. Now it's fucking eight weeks. 10 weeks uh what generally uh while general withdrawal symptoms will all but disappear you reach in week two you'll most likely experience cravings that peak during the month two or three during this time you may feel depressed and even have bouts with suicidal thoughts this is month three month three to six you may still experience occasional intense cravings although they will uh, typically be less severe than they were at your first two months following uh, following abstinence. Depression may still be an issue, especially if you are a chronic cocaine ish, uh, user. Month six and on, after six months, the, cra- the cravings should steadily subside. You may still experience uh, anhedonia, which uh, I hate that word. Just find this <laughs> inability to find pleasure in things that That's bring you joy. That's the saddest part. Like yeah. imagine looking at a, a dog's wag, wagging its tail. Yeah. You know? And you're like, oh, that dog doesn't know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, he doesn't. That's why he's fucking happy. And, and a depressed mood for some time. Depending on how long you use cocaine and how often, your brain will need time to heal and will increase the natural levels of dopamine and the serotonin over time. Um, and then if you relapse, you fall right back into it. 
and that is like the whole fucker of it yeah. you know you ready you you once you get it, and there are gateway drugs alcohol if you're a severe drunk and then you start fucking and then cocaine comes from that uh alcohol will be a trigger for you uh, from then on so either find a way to monitor it or you might need to quit both Ooh, and just be sober yeah. walk around the world just like a little baby remember when you were in a baby and you just needed nothing to make you happy i yes and it was sweet you yeah. could just play with a toy of something dancing around for two hours and you're perfectly fine yeah and you can do you can do that today and you certainly can but you know you might say you might try to you know you'll be a I'm not going to say it's bad, but you're probably autistic. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? It's okay. I like playing with little cardboard boxes. Just sit in the box. There's sometimes the simple pleasantries of life will last forever. I mean, Lord knows I play solitaire for an hour straight, but don't even realize what's going on. I mean, you just got to shut the brain off from time to time. Hell yeah. Certainly can't do that on cocaine. I like taking rocks and throwing them. All right. Now, I figured just for argument's sake, I Googled... um, the medical benefits of cocaine. Mm. All right. So I figured this is the brighter side. Uh, so I, I didn't want to tell people it's fun, but these are medical benefits of cocaine. All right. Uh, read, and I'm, I'll read this verbatim from Live Science. Uh, leaves uh, leaves of the cocoa plant have been used as a stimulant in South America for thousands of years. Thousands. The, the drug of uh, from coca, cocaine, properly known as coke, blow, or Bolivian marching powder. They had a little fun there. Bolivian marching powder? Yeah, that a, sounds really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Has been credited with a range of health benefits. Oh. Cocaine can be used as a topical anesthetic for surgical procedures due to its rapid acting numbing properties. Interesting. That is interesting. So, if you got coke around and someone gashes themselves, toss a little coke on it. Numb them up a little bit. (laughs) When combined with other compounds in a preparation called TAC, uh, TAC, cocaine can also treat minor skin lacerations since the drug is an effective vasoconstrictor, narrows blood vessels. Interesting. So, it like stops bleeding, oddly enough. Huh. Although it could cause a nosebleed. Mm -hmm. It's a different kind of. Thing, different bleeding yeah well this is also people chewing right on the coca plant i imagine that's better for you than well, they, like they use that like powder. to stay awake in columbia while they're farming they'll just straight up chew on the leaves and yeah. shit. but uh this is saying put the powder on the fucking cut oh. i think which uh seems crazy to me if you're a doctor and i'm wrong please tell me i'm wrong on the facebook page <laughs> i'm looking for any reason not to like cocaine i'm just doing this on the basis of this is the show that we run uh dr andrew wheel founder and director of the arizona center for integrative medicine has studied coca's gastrointestinal effects among south american communities if you look carefully at the coca leaves molecular array you find 14 bioactive alkaloids while cocaine acts as a gut stimulant other coca alkaloids can be precisely the opposite action they inhibit gut activity so i don't i think that means nothing i don't know uh but i think it's saying that it helps you shit oh you do poo poo a lot on on cocaine there's yeah, cocaine poo poos yeah during my time in the andean indian communities i collected many reports about whole coca's paradoxical normalizing effect on bowel function and experienced firsthand as well he wrote all right so oh, okay. so it can regulate your caca interesting but all at the same time so will prunes yeah you know don't use it as an excuse prunes you know come in a box at the grocery store mm. and cocaine comes from a man named spike who will cut you if you don't have the money mm-hmm. so <laughs> there is a difference a brighter side of cocaine is the man that wrote that article got paid to write about taking a shit on cocaine <laughs> Uh, it also has uh, the benefits of ecstasy, LSD, magic mushrooms, marijuana, and uh, ketamine. Ah. So if you're interested in staying positive about drugs, go ahead and you look up this article from Live Science. I'm glad that they are trying to find the positive in every party drug there is out there. Mm. Uh what else? I mean, we're running. It's about time now. Yeah. What do you What do you have to say? I mean, we found some positives. We talked about the extreme negatives. Uh, any final thoughts on uh, your cocaine? Uh, final thoughts on cocaine? 
debunk it. You know, if you're going to do drugs, do mushrooms. Yeah, it makes you think better. Yeah, and it changes the it changes your the you change your creativity sparks. No one ever does coke and gets creative. You no. might start thinking a mile a minute. That's not creativity. That's your fucking brain dying. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If once again, if you have any problems. Oh yeah, and also write to us. You know, write yes. to us. Let us know. We're here to listen. We love it. Uh, the national uh, drug hotline is uh, 512-772-3472. If you're thinking about getting clean, it's confidential, and they will talk to you. And just talk about it for a little bit. Even if you don't, even if you don't follow through with it, just talk about it for a little bit. Let them let them talk to you and try and talk you out of doing it because that would be the best case scenario yeah it's not worth it coming from someone who's done it more than once um i'll go ahead and say there's better things to do with your time including just straight up reading the newspaper you know <laughs> like go play chess get a dog anything anything life is worth living it's going to be hard to get off it but life is worth it because you're here and you're here for a reason and we love you Absolutely. Um, please uh, check us out on our respective uh, Instagrams and whatnot. I'm at Eddie Tunes. You're Amber Smelson. And then the brighter side Instagram is, I got to say, uh, on fire. Yeah. It's the brighter side, L P N T H E B R I G H T E R S I D. D E L P N. God, letters, huh? Hey, hard. Yeah, that's not as a- hard as numbers, though. <laughs> but check us out. Um, we're uh, we're trying to beef that up. Amber's doing a great job with it. Uh, you really get an insight into her life around town. <laughs> and uh, I think that's it. You can go back and listen to all the old episodes you want. And oh. You know, I had a good, I had a good week. Bumping mics came out this week. Nice. Uh, last week, maybe, depending on when this is released, uh, November twenty seventh on Netflix. Uh, check it out. The Rock posted about it yesterday. Whoa. Yeah, The Rock posted himself watching bumping mics. So that's fucking cool as hell. Hell yeah. But check it out. It's a million jokes. You can't. Uh, if you like jokes, you're definitely gonna love bumping. I don't mics. like jokes. Yeah, you fuckers. I don't like fun. Yeah, if you don't like fun, go watch Tyrannosaurus, the hard drama. Uh, <laughs> and taking us out is a Neil Young song I really like called Powderfinger. I'm pretty I don't know exactly if it's about cocaine, but it's called Powderfinger, so I'm gonna go ahead and guess that it is. It is Neil Young, you yeah. Know. Yeah, he loved it. They had to cert- they had to uh in the last waltz, they had to uh, remove uh digitally uh, cocaine from his nostril uh, in the later uh, versions of the last waltz. That's so go sweet. watch it on VHS and you can see that big rock of cocaine stuck in Neil Young's nostril. Uh uh, that's it guys uh, I love you all be good to yourselves go out and see some live music I know that's very cr- triggering for cocaine addicts uh, but, <laughs> but uh, go uh, go be good to yourselves what's something you do that makes you happy all the time I keep selling people to go see live music because that's what makes me happy but what is something that gets you moving just going outside I wake up to orange trees every morning that's just nice go outside and take a breath of air breathe yeah. and just be thankful for the moment you have and that's coming from the fire smog red in Los Angeles. So go fucking be good to yourself, guys. Powderfinger, Neil Young, get into it. There's a white lady coming down the river. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag and Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.